morning, New Hope Church family. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Michelle Eichard. I am blessed to get to serve on the pastoral care team at the Alvin campus, where I get to stand along some of the most amazing men and women and pray for our church family. A special thank you to all of those who volunteer at New Hope Church. We truly can't do church without you. Speaking of doing church, we have a couple special events coming up, and I would love to make you aware of them. We're currently on, nine, on day nine of our 21 days of prayer. That can be found in week two, preparing my heart and family to invite our ones. I hope you've picked up your booklet at your campus. If not, you can always find it on our website, newhopechurch.tv. What better way to follow these devos but with a night of prayer and worship at each of our campuses. This will be held on August 15th. Right after that is our relaunch, which includes our first weekend of our movie series. But before we do that, let's dive into our 21 days of prayer. I'm gonna be honest with you. When the idea of 21 days of prayer came up, I was super excited. After all, I'm humbled. I get to pray for our church family every day. When they asked me to contribute to this booklet, I was scared. But when Carrie asked me to sit here today to share with you on camera, I was terrified, and I still am. Those of you who know me know that I can stand in just about any crowd and talk to anyone, but you put a microphone in my hand, put me on stage, or put a camera in my face, and I freeze. I'm telling you this for a reason. I understand all too well how hard it is to get out of your comfort zone and face your fears. And for some of you, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to ask you today to face your fears. But before I do this, I'm going to do what I get the honor to do every day, and that's to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today and ask that you prepare our hearts. Get us ready to approach our one, share our story with our one, and lead us to invite our one to church. Give us the words to point our one back to you, and maybe for, even for the first time. Give us the courage to walk with our one as they get plugged in and become part of our New Hope family. Allow us to share your love in this process. We thank you in advance for all that you're doing in our lives and in the lives of our one. In your precious name, son's name I pray, amen. Okay, I told you that I was going to ask this of you. So here it goes. Get your hearts ready and answer this question. Will you stand alongside me and invite your one to church? For some of you, that's an easy yes. And maybe you've already invited your one. If you have, thank you. Now it's time to walk alongside them. Get them plugged in. Or maybe they're already plugged in. And it's time to reach out and invite a new one. But for some of you, you're doing this for the very first time. If it is, and you're a little apprehensive, just know that God is with you. 
allow him to guide you through that conversation. It can go something like this. I've had this on my heart for a while, and I would love to invite you to church. Think about it. You've already done the hard part. You accepted the challenge. You've prayed for your one, and you've gotten to know your one just a little bit better. So now all you're doing is inviting them to sit beside you. Get to know your church family, your extended friends. In this morning's devotional, I really liked the idea of God pouring out his love over each of us. No matter where we stand in life, we're never too far from him. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 tells us, Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, as just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. Wow, think about that. God sacrificed his son for us. What greater love is there? Tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there is any. He didn't do it because we're perfect, and that's his way to thank us. Just the opposite, really. He did it because we're all born lost. We were born into sin, so it's quite easy to stay there. And if you think about it a little bit more, this world is going super fast. Some would say it's even on fast forward. For some of us, there's school, work, spouse, kids. And if you have just a little time left, you fill it with hobbies or a social life. But let's take a few minutes, put all of that aside, and really think about why we're here. We're here to know Christ and make him known. I know what you're thinking. When do I have time? After all, I already have so much on my plate. And you're right, you do. So let me help you out just for a second. I know that you have a giant heart for Jesus and for those around you. I know that because you're sitting right here with me this morning. You took time out of your busy schedule to praise him, to love him, to soak in his word. Let's go out on a limb and say that this is another way to know Christ. And I'm humbled to get here, to be able to hear, sit here, do that with you. See, told you, frightened, right? <laughs> so we get to make him known, right? We get to share the conversations with our classmates, our coworkers, significant other, and even our kids and talk about him, talk about our faith. I'm not saying you start every conversation with, hey, look what God did for me. That would surely buy you a one-way ticket to sitting alone, <laughs> alone in the lunch table. Instead, sit beside the new guy or gal at work or even at school. Let them know that you're there. If they need help, listen if they're having a bad day. And when you feel the time is right, Open up and share that you were once in their shoes and someone took you under their wing. Walk with them in their time of uncertainty. Build that friendship and then invite them to church. Introduce them to your New Hope Church family and help them get plugged into a life group and serving. Remember when you were a one? Did someone invite you to church or did you walk in those doors on your own? Did someone walk alongside you every step of the way? 
Or did you fumble around for a little while? How'd you feel? If it's okay with you, I'm gonna share just a little of my story. I went to a tiny non-denominational church in Alvin. And when I say tiny, I'm talking 50 to 75 people total. Needless to say, we couldn't keep our doors open very long. That started my journey to find a church where my then five-year-old son would feel safe and loved. I looked around and attended a few churches in the area, but then I remembered this little church down on 1128 where I had attended an event a few years before. Well, that little church moved and it's not so little anymore. My family and I started coming to the 288 campus in June 2010. Although we loved the message, we were definitely a little fish in a big pond. My son then stopped coming. I would come in, go straight to my seat. After service, I would leave just as quickly as I came. That makes me question, how many of our church family does the exact same thing? Even more, how many newcomers do this? You walk in, get lost in the crowd. You never get plugged in. Do they keep coming like I did, or do they stop coming like my son? It wasn't until the Alvin campus opened up that I truly felt like I belonged. I brought my son on January 5th, 2014. The first day that he walked out of class, he told me, and I quote, Mom, this is where we're coming to church. I'll remember that day forever because my son felt safe and loved. Please excuse me if I get a little choked up. I mean, don't we all get a little emotional when it comes to our kids? He found a class of students and volunteers who loved on him, and I'm so grateful. I started volunteering right away, and the rest is history. I'm so thankful to have a church family who strives every day to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And it ha if it hadn't been for Tracy Vasquez and our loving volunteers, my son wouldn't be where we, and well, my son and I really, wouldn't be where we are today. He wouldn't be able to get through some of the hardest things that he didn't even know were coming his way. And as I sit back and think, it took me three and a half years to get plugged in. I remember how lost I felt, and it saddens me that others could be feeling the exact same way right now. James 2.14 says, When God is good, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims, or I'm sorry, James 2.14 says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? As a mom, daughter, and sister in Christ, I'm so humbled to see th those who have taken what Jesus has called them to do and put their own sweet spin on it. Remember what I said earlier, he calls us to know Christ and make him known. We are called to stand with others when they're paralyzed with fear, walk alongside them when they feel alone, and consistently speak God's truth to all who will listen. How will you answer God's calling? Will you use your social media to encourage people, send that message? Will you text a person who's been on your heart lately? 
or will you accept my challenge and invite your one to sit with you and your family? Before I leave you for the rest of, to the rest of your day, please allow me to do what I'm honored to do and pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, please help my one to know you and to follow you, to devote their whole life to you. Help them to find their way home. In your precious son's name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining me today. Please come back for Thursday's TNT where you will get to share God's word with another member of our amazing pastoral care team.